one. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Bulls in the Ring is proudly presenting you with our WrestleMania predictions as WrestleMania goes to Hollywood. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to introduce us. I did. I said Bulls in the Ring. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But then he goes, you know, the, you know, I forget it. <laughs> well, welcome to Bulls in the Ring. Uh, it is, uh, we're actually recording this. On Joe, a, do you have two words for me? Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> I couldn't, I'm not witty. There like, you like, go. I can't think off the top of my there head you. like you do. Was <laughs> someone out there and heard me say suck it? Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> hmm. So, we're recording this on a Friday this week, as opposed to our usual Thursday. You okay over Yes. There? Okay, you got quiet. Yeah. Uh, I, I did a double yesterday, so I was una- unavailable. You were. How was your double? It was long. It, yeah. it, it hurt me today. I, I was I was just in a bad mood <clears throat> all day. Yeah. It actually, it actually worked out because I went to uh, opening day at Yankee Stadium. I knew like four different people that went to it. It was my first. None of you were in the same picture. No, it was uh, my first ever opening day. I'd never been to opening day before. Really? Really? Been going to Yankee games for about thirty-five years. I've never been to a. I've never been to one opening day. So that's why, because it was tickets were a little, a little pricey. But I was like, you know, this is who knows when I'll get another opportunity like this again. So uh, I kind of, I kind of went. Because I figure I'll never get to opening day again. <laughs> but uh, it was a good time. The Yankees won five nothing against the Giants, and uh, uh, we had a, we had a great time. So Aaron Judge hit they a home run. The Giants. I didn't realize they played. Yeah. Like, see, this. It, they this fucked up. You know what's funny? And they announced this that it's the first time the Giants and the Yankees uh, played in New York to start the season since like nineteen. It was like fifty-one or forty-eight or something like that. It was yeah, it was a yeah. weird. It was you know weird statistic. Um, all they fucked that interleague play is all fucked up now. It's all fucked up. I, I cannot stand it. I think that they should just end it. It's, it's there's terrible. a there's a reason why, and I actually looked into this, <coughs> and it's because of <coughs> excuse me, it's because of the number of teams. So when they first started interleague play, they put the Brewers in the National League because if they kept in the American League, they it would have threw off the entire schedule and you would have had American League teams playing National League teams in like April and they wanted to kind of contain it to just one weekend. As they've gotten more teams, you know, they had to like switch things around and that's why you see it's so convoluted now because there's too many teams and this team went to the American League and this team went to the West and they just kind of things got all screwy so now you see Italy play like year round or season season long season wide I mean and uh yeah it's it's I don't like it either I always like used to like Italy play weekend you know I didn't, I didn't like any of it I think that it should be like two separate things that these teams never see each other pretty much you're going off of game film, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to do that. More like scouting reports. Yeah. Uh, I hate the fact that they got rid of the uh, 
the pitchers hitting, you know, everyone's DH and I, I just, everything about yeah. it, I, like baseball, it just, everything about it, I don't like. Yeah, that is weird that they got rid of, because that was like what kind of separated the National League and the American League is that they, it made it, they made it distinct. Um, now it's just pretty much, the two, they're two of the same leagues now. It's the same thing. It doesn't make a difference where you are. The extra inning rule, I don't want everything. And, and, and everything about it. I and just, I, they, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up, but they added the whole pitcher thing now. The game yesterday was just a little over two and a half hours. Like, I almost feel a little gypped. the pitcher thing? Dude, uh, a guy came up to bat. I went with uh, Big Papa and uh, Mr. X. And I went to talk to Big Papa. I turned around. He's out. And I'm like, how the hell? Like, he just came up the and he struck out, too. So it was like a couple of pitches. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, how the hell did that? Like, it went so fast. So it's like 20 seconds now in between pitches or maybe less. Um, uh, what is it? You can't throw the fir- You can only throw the first. If someone's on first, the pitcher can only throw the first, I think, once or twice a batter. Um, yeah, it, it's, man, I mean, that game moved quick, but I didn't, I don't know if I liked it, because I kind of liked, you know, you had time to, like, hang out and stuff, and it was like a two, it was like, I've seen movies longer than that Yankee game yesterday. Yeah, see, I, I hate, the, the one thing I do agree with is the, uh, you trying to catch someone on a, a pickoff. Mm. I, I mean, it's just, uh, it got ridiculous for a while. Yeah, I mean, it would be like seven times in a row. Yeah, oh, and it would be so frustrating. Because you're just like, Jesus, just fucking pitch. But I, I do kind of agree with that one, but the, it, I mean, it went, it went quick. It went really quick. But you know, uh, I don't even mind the, the 20 seconds in between pitching. I honestly don't mind that. It, to me, I mean, get it going, because you have some of these guys, and, you know, they're fucking around here they're walking off the mound then you got the, the same thing with the batters yeah the batters should not be able to step out of that batter's box well we saw one guy he was out of the batter's box too long and he got a strike called against him yeah i i agree with that i mean yeah. that because every time like I, I forget who it was there was one guy and every time there was a pitch he'd have he'd step out of the batter's box He'd readjust his gloves. Mm. He'd sit there and like he'd dirt up on the glove. Like it was like it was like a, and this was every pitch. Yeah. And it, I mean, his at bat had to have been like five minutes if it, if he. <coughs> he like, well, let's go. Yeah. And that that's what I think was killing um, killing baseball because every sport has picked it up. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It has. You know, every sport has gotten faster. Baseball was getting slower. Yeah, and that and it, 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 you're right because that's why a lot of people like baseball is so boring. But um, I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess they're gonna kind of see if this works, and um, if it does, it'll stay. And if not, I'll probably go away. But so far, like there hasn't been too many complaints about it. It was just very, it was just really quick, and like a couple batters like blinking, you missed it almost. So, so that's what I did yesterday. Okay. Yeah, um, but uh. It is a crazy week because you have the opening weekend of baseball, and then we have WrestleMania this weekend. And uh, I've been—I'll uh, have to put this up now, quick tomorrow, because our predictions won't look like predictions if I put it up on Sunday. <laughs> so, so you'll so you're probably listening to this on Saturday, or you're probably listening to it on Monday. And our predictions are predictions anywhere, but and we'll see if we're right. We'll, we'll see, see if we're right. We'll see if we're right. Um, 
Do you want to jump into that? Do you want to talk about a couple other things that happened this week first? Yeah, let's go. Let's go right into that. All right. So let's. So we, we talked about it. You know. So WrestleMania now is two nights. Um, you weren't watching during the, like the last several years, and it, WrestleMania became so bloated. It would start at like seven. It would go to like twelve thirty at night. Because really? they, oh my god, dude, it was, it got bad. It was like, and you're just sitting there, and like, and by the time the main event comes around, you're tired. And, and this is just from watching it at home. You're almost kind of like, God, just be over. Because there's a lot of like bullshit filler matches. Because they yes. want, they want to try and get everybody on the card. So I guess, you know, everybody gets that payday, which is cool, I guess, for them. But for us, it's just like shit. So, so when, when you went, was it a long one? Oh yeah, we left. We didn't. The main event was um, it was the first ever women's main event in WrestleMania history. We left before that, <laughs> but it was twelve thirty at night, it, and we were done. You know, you're exhausted. Okay. It's a it's a long day. <clears throat> so when the pandemic hit, um, they had empty arena for WrestleMania, and they put it into two. Separate days, and now if you if you're a fan of wrestling, New Japan has a, a, a event every year at the Tokyo Dome. It's it's like it's, it's always like the first weekend of the new year, and they split it into two days because it's so huge that they do an entire weekend. So now WrestleMania is kind of doing that, and it's really worked out because you get there's not I mean there's some bullshit matches in there, but at the same time it doesn't feel that bad because it's spread over two nights. So the first night. Um, so I'll just, we'll just go match my match. Um, so I'm looking at Wikipedia, and the first match listed is Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States Championship. Okay. Now, are you doing predictions, or what you think maybe the storyline will be? Maybe we should ask that, because I've been pondering some of these. Storyline? Like, what do you mean, like how the match is going to go? No, like the evolution of what's going to happen after the match. Will something well, this will is, something happen with it? Will it? Um, seeing as Cena's not really there that much, nothing really will come of this. So, so I'll just jump into my prediction. Austin, I, I can't see Austin Theory losing this um, because Cena's not around. Cena's a main event guy. United the United States title is kind of there's no reason for him to have it. He ain't going to be around to defend it. And if they really want to elevate these secondary championships. Having someone who comes around twice a year is going to just fucking destroy it. So, um, and I know they really want to push Austin Theory. They've been trying to do that for a couple of years now. Um, so a win over a guy like John Cena would really kind of elevate him. So I can't see him losing this. That, that's So he's my pick. I'm going to go with the same thing. And my thought on this is, I think there's going to be a few uh, title changes on this event. Mm-hmm. So... This is one that, that I don't see mm-hmm. happening. And I'm going to... There's other things I think that... I'm going to throw my very uh, new fandom into this and think what, from knowing old school things and how I kind of see how it's playing out, what might happen. So that's why I'm, I'm going to say mm-hmm. nothing with this. And... Now, I don't know if uh, John Cena is doing a lot of movies lately, but if not, I could maybe see him coming back as a maybe a full-time wrestler. But again, he's 45 years old. I mean, he's in phenomenal shape, don't get me wrong. 
him and the rock both are friggin' they look better than some of these younger guys but uh i just i don't know i don't see it uh it's surprising where he might be there full time so I, i'm on the fence with it but i think a lot of it has to do with other titles changing and i don't think they're gonna have such a huge um title change for everything right it'll get me to yeah yeah uh See now I'm using my phone because I lost uh, I lost my uh, WrestleMania lineup. So let me look it up again. Yeah, why? <laughs> I get a little snafu there. Uh, just so everyone knows, I'm using a uh, iPad from about 2006, so it's slower than shit and older and old. So I don't know if it's really having a good connection. That's why maybe the last few times we haven't done it. So if the feedback's better on this one, let us know. Mm-hmm. All right. Next is um. Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Thought this one's to me is a little more difficult to call. Um, as Logan Paul is like a he's like a celebrity part time wrestler. Already, like he wrestled last year in WrestleMania. I think he wrestled the Miz somewhere else. So he's uh, he's been around here and there. Um, this one's this is tough. Um. But I might have to go with Seth Rollins for this one. I think he's, uh, he always seems to lose at, like, pay-per-views a lot. So I think this might be, like, his, uh, I think this one they'll, they'll put him over as, like, yeah, as, like, a redemption kind of thing. Because if he just keeps losing, he's not going to be considered, like, a threat anymore. And it just kind of puts him down the card. So that's, he's my prediction for this match. Uh... I could see this going one of three ways. This one was probably one of the harder ones I had to pick with because I think that they really like Logan Paul and because of him being popular, even though he is just, there's nothing about either of the brothers that I like. They just annoy me beyond shit. Um, But I could see him winning because they want to make him, because he's such a celebrity, he's he's an egomaniac. I think that part of maybe his contract would be for him to win. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm On the other end, you have Seth Rollins, who was a you know a main carter. He was a headliner, and this is what he's been subject to. And not only that, but he's been knocked out what two or three times by him now. Two or three times been knocked, you know, with the sucker punch. So I could see them doing that. And then the third way in, I think that this might have something to maybe do with the Miz because he brought him in. They've had you know this thing. Seth Rollins has been feuding with the Miz that I could see them like maybe doing a uh, kind of like a three-way dance eventually with mm-hmm. them. So I could see maybe interference by the Miz. And it's and it keeps going the feud. And it keep, I could see that. Or Seth Rollins on that. So that, that's going to be my official one. Okay. Interference by Miz, Seth Rollins with the win. All right. Uh Next up, I call this the bathroom break match. One one of the two on here. I'm not really too fond of. Uh, well, not, I wouldn't say that for this one, maybe. But we got Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch against Damage Control, which is Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. Um, I just see no way of no way Trish Stratus and Lita are gonna lose. Um, and especially Becky Lynch is like their, uh, I guess like their head women wrestler. So I'm I'm gonna go with them. Um. This is just like a one-off match. Uh, Trish Stratus isn't there a lot. 
uh, Lita's Lita kind of came out of nowhere. Now she's the holder of the the co-holder of the uh, women's tag championship with Becky Lynch. So uh, that's that's they're my pick. I just don't see them making e- any of these women look weak against uh, essentially a mid-card stable like Damage Control. Okay, I'm gonna go the opposite, mm. and I'm gonna say changing of the guard. Becky Lynch is probably the only one that's still relevant. The other two are essentially retired. One's a Hall of Famer. Or both of them are Hall of both Famers, Hall right? Famers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Both are Hall of Famers. I could see this with now. You've been seeing it lately with um, a lot of the tag teams and the women. They've been doing this, uh, like kind of making that a little more relevant. I could see them making them lose. Lead is going to get hurt. They're going to have to give up the title. Hmm. And then be like a tournament coming up for the tag title. Oh. I see you going. You have a whole storyline in your head picked out for this. I'm wondering this. Wow. I'm you, I've, been, I've been jumping in. That's a cute little bottle you have there. Hey, you know, it's, so for we had a party for uh, Harbor for her birthday, and we got all these bottles of water, like uh, these little mini bottles, like two packs worth. They barely went. So what I did was I keep them now outside. That way I don't have to keep going in the house to refill my uh, my giant Yeti mug. So I just have a endless supply of water here. So I'm I'm using them. <laughs> that money was not going to waste. I think you're gonna win that match. I might. <laughs> okay. This might be the bathroom break because just just because the it just this has no meaning whatsoever because there's now there's two four, fatal four way tag matches on WrestleMania weekend. You got the men's today. Or the men's on on night one and the women's on night two. So today's the men, or the you know not today. Day one is the men's. You got Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the Street Profits, which is Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis, and the Viking Raiders. Um. See, this is a. Uh, this is almost like a throwaway. Like if they had like a, this is for like the number one contender, it, it, I think it'd be a bigger deal, and maybe that's what they're gonna go with. Um, so I'm just gonna eliminate one by one. Viking Raiders, no way. I, they're not relevant enough. Um, I, love I do too. They're they're a powerhouse tag team. They're a throwback tag team. Yeah, when they were on the Independence, they called themselves War Machine, and. They were awesome, and I was really excited when they came in a couple of years ago. But they done nothing with them, so but I don't see them winning here. Um, Alpha Academy has really kind of been showcased a lot the last several months during the Triple H era. There's a plane going by, so excuse the sound. Oh, it just went over my house. Did it? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Literally right over my Ma- house. Like if I look up. I can see the bottom of the plane. Maybe, the of the plane. maybe it's the same plane. We're just we're looking at the same plane together. It went by when I was fixing the internet, so it, maybe that's it then. Could, it could be it. Um, yeah, um, but I don't see Alpha Academy pulling out the win here either. <coughs> um, Montez Ford—they're really showcasing a lot, and especially as a yeah. singles person, a singles star. Yeah. Okay. Like big time. Like there's there, the street profits aren't really meant to be a tag team in the long run here. I think they're really gonna. I think they're gonna break them up very soon. As as soon as probably this coming Monday. Monday night. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Braun Strowman and Ricochet. I think they're really pushing those two as um, a legit tag team, like little man, big man kind of thing. It might look kind of weird on paper, but uh, I guess it's working. I'm not a I'm not a fan of makeshift tag teams. I love guys who come in as a tag team, like the old school way. Like you back yeah. in the day, you had like the Killer Bees and the Rujos and you know, demolition. Like I like tag teams like that, and the three teams here. Well, Alpha Academy is a little bit of a makeshift, but they work well. It it works. It's almost like a heart foundation. We have a big man and like the guy who can go, and you know. But I just I I think they're gonna I think they're gonna have Braun and Ricochet go over in this one. Okay, because this is a what you call a bathroom break match. I think it's gonna it has to have a little bit of a storyline to it. Again, I don't think the uh, the Viking Warriors are gonna do anything. I think you are gonna see Braun Strowman and Ricochet win because again, as you said, they want to push them. But I think you are gonna see two breakups here. I think that the whole tease thing is going to uh, break off, and then I yeah. think that they're push Montez Ford. And I I really like him. He he. I've texted you during I, uh, a few of his matches and like to see it like because this guy he he is athletic. Oh yeah. I mean, when he jumps off the top, like they they talk about Ricochet being this high flyer. This guy gets higher. I mean, he he has got some ups when he goes. I mean, he's going probably 15 feet in the air. Oh yeah. A ladder to go super high. Yeah. He doesn't have like the Hardy shit and you know Edge and Christian. He's flying through the air to get it, and I I really like him. I think he I could see him being a intercontinental title holder very soon absolutely i think i think they're gonna i think he's on his way to get a big push but uh i can i can see but he's so popular like i could see either they can really go two ways with this they could have dawkins be jealous of montez ford's uh rise or and him turn on you know him become bad or montez ford saying you know you're holding me back yeah. You're the dead weight, and kind of pull like a Shawn Michaels and dump him. Um, so it, it, it's, I think it's gonna happen. I say within the next week, you're gonna see them break up. Yeah, so one of them is turning on the other one. I'm gonna throw this in there as this. I wouldn't mind seeing Dawkins New <coughs> Day and almost have like Freebird type of tag team. Well, they did. Well, you missed that because there was Big E. Big E was part of the yeah. New Day, but he got yeah. hurt a year ago. So they kind of had like a uh, what should I call it? But there, um, you know, there was a uh, a stable called uh, the Hurt Business, which was MVP, and he had um, I think I can't think on the top of my head who he had in there, but I could see maybe him Ford aligning himself with that group if that group comes together again. They broke them up a year ago, and a lot of people were like kind of upset about it because they had a lot of potential. And uh, Shelton Benjamin, uh, Cedric Alexander, um, Bobby Lashley, and someone else was in there. And they uh, split Apollo up. Creed. Hold on one second. Oh, never mind. Uh, no, no, Paul, yeah, Apollo Creed. Um, I see him getting pushed into that. Because he, to me, on NXT, he is very much, I think, one of their better wrestlers. Oh, and Apollo Crews. You mean Apollo Crews? Yeah. Um, I think that I could see them pushing him into maybe the main roster and doing something like that. And I would love to see more of like a free bird type thing. Yeah. Because it changes it up. It, you know, 
and I like the ability that you can adapt. You know, if it's a powerhouse, you can put two powerhouses, high flyer. You mm-hmm. know, it's a it's a, a good way to mix it. Agreed. Um, so next one is uh, probably one of the hotter stories going now is uh, Rey Mysterio versus his son Dominic Mysterio. Now we've had a lot of brothers and brother brother versus brothers, um, but I don't think there's ever been a father son feud. Uh, yeah, that's true. I guess so. Yeah, I guess in yeah, I guess in WCW there was for a little bit, but on a big stage like this, I mean, like, um, Dominic Mysterio has really rose up in the last several months when he became part of uh, Judgment Day, um, and I think he uh, Ray Mysterio is kind of on his way out. Like he's forty nine. Um, he's been around for, for almost thirty years. Uh, I I don't think I don't think he'll go over his son. I think uh, I think they'll put Dominic as the winner here. It's almost kind of like Brett and Owen yeah. from WrestleMania ten. Like Brett, Brett did the right. Brett need Brett knew Owen needed that push more than him. So he, you know, he lost to his brother, and I could see that here too. Like Dominic's on his way up, Ray Mysterio's on his way out. So I, I'm going to go with Dominic here. I can see that. I just uh, the other thing I don't like about this is the whole um, where they uh, like to me the Judgment Day is, if you will, the evil. You know, like the the type of evil team, and then that they're throwing like they're mixing it in with those uh, luchadors. Yeah, and they're low level like I, I don't like how they're throwing that in. and yeah anything they want to maybe bring that maybe have Ray turn into more of a mentor type role mm-hmm. now that he's older I mean I, you look at him and you got to give the guy credit 50 years old he looks like a like an Oompa Loompa I mean he's short and fat but he can still fly but I think <laughs> yeah I think it's going to be the transition out time now. yeah I think so too um Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the women's championship. Uh, <coughs> Charlotte Flair has kind of been just there. Like I just, I, you know, they, they, they. She's been, she's been around for maybe five years and already held the title 14, 14 times, I think. Um, but I, I, to, I just, I find her a little boring, and. Rhea Ripley's very hot right now with this Judgment Day, her and Dominic Mysterio, like this, like little, almost kind of like uh, a. Uh, you weren't really watching at this point, but Eddie Guerrero and China kind of like were like together. They're like a team. So I'm gonna go with her. I think she's a hot commodity at the moment, and uh, I think they're gonna put the title on her. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of her, um, like the the persona. Mm-hmm. If you actually look at her from when she started, it was like, why did you do this? Night and day. Well, I can tell you why. She looks different now. Because yes. I remember when she uh, kind of first came in and she looked she looked good, but she was just generic. There yes. was nothing to her. Like, at least this, like, she, she really stands out from the pack. And that's, uh, I believe, what, she, what they were going for with that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Charlotte Flair, they, I mean... I, I just I don't see it. It's I don't see her being. You know, they try to make her to be an incarnation of the Nature Boy, but it's just it's not there. I, yeah. I find her very robotic in the ring. Her mic skills are not great. Like she's not got. She doesn't have that. Uh, 
pizzazz, I guess you could say, like that, the flair, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. No pun, or, I guess you could say. But I, I just, I, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. And I guess, I think they're trying to pump her up 14 time winner. They're probably going to give her another two shots at it so that she ties the old man mm-hmm. or maybe beat. I just, I don't see it. And in all honesty, like the women's thing right now, the divisions, I, I, I don't like the singles. I prefer the tag teams in it or how they're making the tag teams, especially when you drop down the NXT. NXT, the women's <laughs> tag teams, really good. Oh, they're, yeah. They're raw. Mm hmm. Ended, but they're very good. Agreed. So the final, they haven't announced that this is going to be the main event or not. I hope it is because it's probably the the hottest story in wrestling. We've discussed it on here before, but it's the Usos, Jay and Jimmy, against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the tag team, the undisputed tag team championship. Um, I'm really hoping this goes on last. They should. I think they make a big mistake if they don't do that because this is again, this is for the last several months. This has been like the major storyline. Um, this is tough because I think the, the Usos are they're, they're they're so good right now. But and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they, they're a fresh tag team. You know, like they 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 have a long history together that goes back. To like Ring of Honor and stuff, um, so like I said, this is tough. But I'm gonna have to go with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, just because it's a feel-good way to end the show if they win, and it's a big deal for the like if they really want to kind of this storyline is winding down, and I think they could do more with them as champions as opposed to the Usos, where there's no real tag teams at the moment. That are rival, rivaling. Actually, I can't even talk. You know what I mean? <laughs> Challenging them. <laughs> so my that's my pick is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Just to end, the, go just to end it. You know. I'm gonna go with the same thing, and this is where I'm gonna see the um, the bloodline is breaking up. Yeah. In a way. And I am, I'm in a very. Uh, I don't know where it's gonna go. You, I mean. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch SmackDown tonight? Um, I was kind of watching as you were having uh, difficulties, <laughs> so I, I didn't really okay. pay too. Did I, you I, the beginning? I didn't see the beginning. No. Okay. Um, the Usos come out. Sammy and uh, Kevin come out, and they have like this talk, and you can kind of see the. It, you can see the confidence, and you can see the worry, if you will, mm-hmm. in the eyes of confidence in Sammy and Kevin and the worry in the other ones and they kept turning around they kept kind of like eyeing each other and I've been I've been watching it I've been studying their their body language and it shows them kind of having this like splinter if you will yeah I don't know if you were saying I haven't really brought this up to you yet but they've been having like looks at each other glares and I don't know if this is staged or if they're just really good actors or how they're doing this but I can see that and everyone thinks that it's going to be uh Jimmy I think that that looks like he, you know he he did kind of go with Sammy for a little bit. This might be like a betrayal type thing. I think it's actually going to be the other way. If it's this, if not, I could see Solo going solo mm-hmm. because he I I like him out of all of the of the bloodline. He's probably my favorite because he's almost like an assassin. 
Yeah. But he's like the heavy. Yeah, and I like him on that. And the other thing that you notice during um, maybe it was the last two, maybe two weeks ago or last week, it had when Roman had them in and he was kind of talking them individual. He kind of told the other two to go to the the plane, mm-hmm. and he kept Solo there. And I could see Solo maybe thinking that he's not good enough or there's going to be something there. And the other reason why I think they're going to lose is because now this is going to add a thing to Roman where it's going to be a bother for him to in the match right. tomorrow, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. He's going to be more worried about that than what's going on in his match. Yeah, it'll, it'll bleed over. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I could see them... <sighs> I could see them maybe breaking up and again you're looking at how it may not they may not totally break up tomorrow but you're going to see maybe at the next pay-per-view it'll be or even uh, what would it be then what's the next big one SummerSlam no uh well they they kind of go by month now so it's well, I think it's Backlash is the next pay-per-view and that makes a good title then now that I think about it this way you're going to see maybe a triple um triple tag match Roman and you know the Usos versus Kevin, Cody, and Sammy. Okay, I can see that. So yeah, that's a good I idea. See, and I don't think they should break up the storyline. Maybe not yet. Keep it going because it's really good. It's it, it's very cool. It's you know a year plus in the in the making at this, and I think that they can keep going with it a little bit longer. Okay, but I think eventually going to see the bloodline break, and I think <coughs> tomorrow will be, will be the chip in it. Yeah, an actual chip, like the the fake Jimmy one from before. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, so that's night one. Night two. There's only six, as opposed to seven matches. Um, again, we don't know the order, but I'm just going by what Wikipedia has listed here, so I'm going through that. So the first match they have is for the uh, triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship, which is Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, Gunther has held the title for well over 200 days. Probably the most dominant intercontinental championship and champion in probably over 20, probably 20 years, I'd say. Um, but they're doing this because in a triple threat, you you could pin anybody and you win the title. Yes. They're doing this to get the title off of him because I think that I'll. I don't want to spoil a prediction for later, but I think he's going to be the next challenger for the world title. Like, maybe, like, build up to SummerSlam kind of thing. Because they've been... I mean, I don't think he's lost since he's been on the main roster. Um, And even when he was on NXT, I think he maybe lost twice. Um, When he was in uh, NXT UK and uh, then the other... The normal NXT. So they're really protecting him. And yes. what better way to get the title off him? He doesn't have to lose, technically. So you could see Sheamus pin Drew McIntyre or vice versa, and Gunther loses the title, but he still looks strong as he didn't get pinned. Yes. With that said, um, I'm going to go with Sheamus. I think he's going to win the IC title. I, Drew McIntyre doesn't really need it as much, especially because he was just the world champion maybe a couple years ago. Um, but Sheamus could really use that um, that oomph, you know. Uh, I think he needs it more than the other two guys at the moment. I think, and I, and they've been kind of making a big deal that he—that's the one title that's kind of eluded him so far. Like he's won everything else, 
So I think that's uh, I think that's where they're going to go. So my pick would be uh, Sheamus. I agree. I I definitely see them trying to push Gunther, and I he is probably my second favorite wrestler right now. I like everything about him. Uh, you know, he and he's like a hybrid. He's like a ring technician, yet he's a powerhouse too. Like yeah. Don't, it's very hard to see that. Like you know. Bret Hart was a technician, but I wouldn't consider him a powerhouse. And I can't really think of a wrestler who would be kind of that way. No, I mean, it, not the top of my head. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's very hard to, to think that. And this is, again, the push to get Kim the, you know, intercontinental. You move him up to the, the big time. Yeah. I I think you're right with how Sheamus said they've They've said it multiple times that this is the only title he hasn't won. And I could see him winning it, them having a little bit of a of a, a fight, and then I think they're going to maybe want to try to push Drew McIntyre back into the the thing because again he's very popular, he's a big guy, you know. They always like that big guy type of thing, so I could see them maybe pushing him towards that direction. Yeah, agreed. And it works for, and this is a match that works for everyone. It, it this is a really it's a put over match for all three of them. I don't think anyone has anything to lose here. No, I, I believe you're right. <coughs> I believe you're right. Next up, we got uh, Edge versus Finn Balor in Hell in a Cell. Uh, this is a story that's been going on for a while. Edge used to be the um, the leader of Judgment Day, and they kicked him out for Finn Balor. Um, but Edge has been kind of on and off wrestling the last couple of months he's been there then he left for a cup for a few a little while but they've been building up to this um i'm gonna say edge wins because of interference from a returning randy orton randy orton hasn't been around in almost a year he had a uh, really bad back surgery like a, they didn't even know he was gonna wrestle again and his last time there he got injured from well it, they didn't injure him, but uh, they took him out. The Judgment Day took him out. So I think he's going to come back here. Um, it's been reported he's in the area this weekend. I guess he, he arrived there. Uh, he wouldn't arrive there unless they had something, to, unless he was doing something. Maybe I mean, maybe he'll show up on Raw instead, but I think he's going to show up here. And I think Edge is going to... And him and Edge used to be tag partners, I want to say, maybe 10 years ago. Maybe or probably longer than that. Edge was retired, so maybe fifteen years ago, I'd say. Um, so I, that's that's my pick. I think he, Edge wins with interference from Randy Orton. Okay, I, I I like that, and you have a little bit more historical insight into it. Um, I think that right now, other than uh, Priest in the Judgment Day, none of them none of them are really low key guys he's probably the least one out of it and with him I could see him getting a push for something maybe even I think he'd be a good intercontinental champ yeah I feel I feel kind of bad because out of the four of them he's sort of the guy that kind of is like just there whereas mm-hmm. the other three have been really like uh, they, they really shined from this group but he's just yes. kind of there like he hasn't he's never been has been in a story he's just kind of the guy that like other people beat yes. you know so um i wish they'd do some with him because he's he's a he's a great talent and he's a, he's really good but 
Uh, yeah. But with that, I think Finn Balor is going to win. Yeah. And I think this be a very brutal match. Okay. All right. Nice. The other thing with it is Edge is getting, you know, he's getting close to the end there. I think that maybe this will be, he'll lose this. I like what you said. And now that it's got my wheel spinning, I could see them maybe trying to do a tag match, maybe next go around with those two back together, kind of coming full circle, Edge going out, and then you having Priest and Finn Balor in there. Because I think that would be a good tag team as well. Power and, you know, like a, kind of like a high flyer, if you will, Finn Balor. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. that that's going to be my pick. I, I'm going to go with Finn Balor, but it's going to be a brutal match. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so now we come to the bathroom break match. The women's fatal four-way. Uh, Liv Morgan with Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. So, I'll do what I did with the last one. I'll eliminate them one by one. Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville have no shot of winning this. They're, they're yeah. kind of just throwing it. I, now, I don't know why Carmella is not with Chelsea Green here because they had them together for a while and then she kind of like disappeared. So, I don't know what's going on with that. But, um, so they're out. What was that? I would love to have seen that. Ah, uh, me too. Yeah. Uh, I'm the same thing with Natalia and Shotzi. They just, uh, Natalia is kind of like the grizzled veteran of this group. She's been around for a really long time at this point. Um, but she, again, she's just kind of someone there to just put the younger talent over. Um, so, it's got to be Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler winning this. They don't want to make her look, either one of them look weak. Um, but Raquel Rodriguez is, is someone that they're kind of sort of trying to push as like a dominant wrestler. I could see her maybe kind of challenging Rhea Ripley when she wins, like kind of going forward. I'm a huge fan of Liv Morgan, so I, I'd hate to say I hate to see her lose. But I, I I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler just because Ronda Rousey's a talent like kind of like what you said with Logan Paul, they're not they're not putting her in there to lose. You know she's yeah. a draw. She's a very widely known um, athlete, I guess you could call her. Um, so that's my pick. They're, they're just not they're not going to waste an appearance with her getting losing here. I, I, and I think they really want to push Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler as uh, contenders for the tag women's tag title. And out of this, I think the only one that is a legitimate push women's wrestler would, other than Baszler and that, um, would be Rodriguez. I think that she's again. I think they're pushing her hard. Yeah. Um, and she she does have that um, same kind of physique as Rhea Ripley, big, tall, strong. I could see them having a, a battle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eventually for the title when what's the name gets it. But yeah, I. It, I just I cannot stand Ronda Rousey and, and Shayna. They are like when they come out, I'm just it's like I, I like cringe. Really? They're yeah. I I find them to be terrible in the ring. Their mic skills are horrible. Yeah. I, everything. I, I don't like anything about them. I think that they are. It, it's just it's too robotic. They're too. There's no nothing appealing about them. There's nothing that I'm like, well, yep, I want to see and watch this. It's just, it's to me, it is so boring. 
Well, their appeal is that they're from the world of MMA, especially Ronda Rousey. I mean, she dominated that that uh, UFC women's division for a good few years. Um, but you're right; like their their mic skills are a bit. They really could. They really need. This is you know, this is where a manager would really help yeah. here, and that's such a lost art. Like you have Paul Heyman, really, who's like the only one who's really around anymore. If they had a mouthpiece, I think they they get shot to the moon. Yes, that that's what they need here. But they they WWE is so hesitant with managers that they just don't have, and no one wants to be a manager anymore. But they need like a good mouthpiece. If this team was around in like late eighties, early nineties, if they if this was like back then, I think they'd be just unstoppable, and I think they'd be. Just yeah, I, I think the most do- probably the most dominant women's tag team ever. Um, but that the Mike skills is holding them back. So I, I but right now they're, they're they're trying to shine on like their uh, their MMA background and their fighters and so that's uh, yeah that's 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 what I think. Yeah, with that, I mean, I I, I pondered the same thing. I'm like, why is there not because they're just so bad on the mic? And I had a again this is like a way out you know if i was a writer this is how i would go with it one why do you have the miz not wrestling and he really hasn't i've seen him wrestle too much lately i don't know is he maybe injured is he trying to get out of it is he you know he is a little bit older he would be a great mouthpiece for them if he was to take over like a managerial type thing or a like a semi-wrestle but manage Mm -hmm. with it like a bobby heenan type thing he would be excellent for them and I would turn them into almost like a road warriors type thing they just fucking music hits you get a huge pop they come out they beat the balls off of people and leave yeah like that would be that would be the best case scenario I think for them if I was a writer that's how I would write that that storyline they yeah. need that they need they, they're just so bad on the mic it's it's terrible we, we know you know what it is that managers for the most part are like shorter guys I mean, you look at Bobby Heenan and Jimmy Hart and Mr. Fuji. They were short guys. So when they, they're managing someone, they're always bigger than them. You have The Miz come in. He's going to tower over both of these. It almost kind of looks like they're his valet. You know what I mean? So I think that's where the... You need you need like a, you need someone that's short <laughs> to come in and be their manager. Like someone that like you couldn't believe could get in the ring and wrestle like just some like little like like a jimmy hart like you know like you couldn't believe jimmy hart could kick anyone's ass but he was annoying as hell which made him a great manager same with bobby heenan um they're supposed to let let make the guy they're with look like a big deal but if like can you imagine if bobby heenan was taller than mr perfect true yeah you know this is where i don't know how tall he is and I don't know his health condition now because of that, but I, if you were to put someone in there as a manager or even just someone who's older who wouldn't wrestle, Jerry Lawler, I think, would be do them very well. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea, yeah. You know, like that even. Just in, like an old-school guy that could kind of yeah. get them good. He's really... He's really like it as as an old school guy that that has great mic skills that's yeah. still around. But that's that might be the issue there is that he's such a... Uh, He's such a big personality, he would just completely take away any heat they had. But that's where they need to come in and do the the Road Warrior type thing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
All right, next we have uh, probably the most sure one I have everybody here. Bianca Belair versus Asaka. I don't know how to pronounce it. Asaka, yeah. Uh, it's Bianca, Bianca Belair is going to win. And just because of the fact that they love the fact that they have a... And I don't want to come off wrong here. This is just how it, how it is. They have an African-American champion who is pretty dominant like she's very strong the flip side of this is that she's incredibly boring yeah like really bad and she's a great athlete don't get me wrong on it but she there's just no substance there there's nothing to grab hold of great again strong great athlete dominant but just no mic skills and it just has just a boring uh move set and but they, 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 they're pushing this because, you know, she's she's African American. You know, like they have, they have a champion here who's dominant. She's African American. It it draws in that that um, uh, that not that crowd that uh, what was that? Demographic. Thank you. That's that's exactly where I was looking for. And that's what they want. So that's uh, they they have the perfect package in that sense. So. Um, they're not going to change both women's titles, uh, and and I think Bianca Blair is going to retain here. I see exactly where you're saying, where you're coming from with that, but I, one, I find her completely boring as well. There's no, there's no substance to it. It's just you know th- this EST like. It, 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 there's nothing there. There's nothing, nothing to grab onto. Um, the other thing is with uh, Asaka, she was dominant in NXT and this, from what I've been following up on. So it'd be very weird to see her lose. I could see this maybe dragging out a little bit longer mm-hmm. until they maybe pump up the other side of it and you know make Rhea Ripley good and have a few people go against her and then maybe try to do something there. But yeah, this is just the. To me, this is like one of the garbage matches. Her. Her, um, her. There's a big language barrier here. Like she, she doesn't really talk to them. Like she's another one that could really benefit from a manager. Um, and back in the day, they'd probably stick Mr. Fuji with her because it's just how it, just how it was. Um, but it, it, that language barrier holds her back big time. Like they put the title on her once or twice already, and. It was a boring run. Like yeah. it's hard. It's hard when you have a champion that just that can't talk. Yeah. And because you can't get behind them, it's hard to. I mean, in-ring stuff only goes so far. And it just was a big. It's a big uh, red flag on her. And I think that's kind of what they. Um, I think that's what's sorely missing with her i think if, if she had a mouthpiece or she spoke the english language a little bit better i think she'd be a shoo-in but it's just not there and that's <clears throat> you know back in the day when you had a japanese wrestler they never spoke and they let their ring stuff do it and they would just like the thing was like never let him speak yokozuna uh great muda all these guys they never spoke and they had a mouthpiece which made them I could almost see if they were if she was dominant, like a Goldberg, mm-hmm. where he wasn't on the mic, but he was dominant. Where 
I can see that. But with her, it's, she's not as dominant, and she's terrible on the mic. So, yeah. like, this is just this is a flat, boring match for me. Yeah. Um, who'd you say, Bianca Belair? Belair's going to win? Yeah. I, I, I just, again, I don't think that they're going to switch. I, I'd like to see uh, the other one win, but... I, in my heart of hearts, I'm gonna have to go with that just because they want the they want to push that. Yeah. Um. Next we have uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, um, who's with MVP. Who's a who, now? This is what they they had. This is where they have a manager because the guy can't talk for shit. So they have MVP, who's a pretty decent talker. Um. This one is a. This one's tough to call because I just don't see the appeal of this match is that you have two big guys and almost makes Brock Lesnar look like a midget wrestler because he's so huge. Um, there's been rumors that Brock Lesnar's kind of done. He's on his way out kind of thing. And this almost feels like a beneath him match. Um, he, he really shines when he's with some guy who's like smaller than him and he can throw around the ring. He can't do that here. I think this is going to be a very quick match. I think it's probably going to be the shortest match of uh, probably every single match on here. I think this is going to be the quickest one. Uh, I'd be surprised if this went over five minutes. Um, but I again, again, this is I'm, even right now. I'm kind of struggling to see who pick who'd win. If Brock Lesnar's on his way out, he's losing. If he's not, he's gonna he's gonna win. So it really all depends on that. But if I had to really pick, I think they are really gonna push almost, um, just because he's gonna be there. Like he's he'll be there next week as Brock Lesnar probably won't be. Um, so I'm gonna pick him. But that this is a tough one. Like even right now, I'm kind of like going back and forth on who I think would win, but. but Gone to my head. It's it's almost. See, I'm I'm. It again. This is another. This is another. The second night almost seems like it's worse than the first night. If if how the card you're saying it plays out. Mm-hmm. I just. It, he reminds me of the giant Gonzalez, big guy. Yeah. Went against it and just it, there's no summer summer substance to him. Yeah. He's just, and I don't see who's he. If he wins, there's obviously a push that he's this big guy now. Who is he going to go against? You I know, can. Like, s- there's yeah. no one that I, on the radar. Well, I, I don't want to spoil who uh, we're picking for the last match, but if he, I could see him. Hmm. Say Gunther's like the main guy that that. The champion will work up to till SummerSlam. I could see almost kind of being someone, like, yeah, like a filler guy. Like he beat Brock Lesnar, so now oh, he's automatically a threat, and it catapults him to like a shot at the world title. Yeah, I could see yeah. Cody Rhodes or Roman Reigns. Don't know who it is. I could see him fighting one of them. As a filler for the next couple months until the summer, and then you have Gunther thrown in there as like the next challenger, because Gunther's yeah. probably gonna go on a big, huge winning streak until SummerSlam, where he'll fight for the title. I, I, Gunther is the guy who I really think is gonna be the next heel champion. But if they were smart, I think you keep building him up as a bigger threat, and meanwhile you have the champion 
fight someone like Omos, who's like a filler up until then. Yeah, it, it's definitely going to be something like that. Yeah. I just this one, I, I, he's just so bad in the ring. It's just it's clunky. It's it, he's awful. Yeah, and even with Lesnar, I could like I could legit see one of them getting legitimately hurt in this match because they're just they're just not good wrestlers. Well, Brock Lesnar is. I think he's good. The thing is, he's just he's not good against someone this size. This, exactly. You know, he, 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 he can't so suplex him. Yeah. <clears throat> and how you're saying, again, throwing this out, now that you said this, you had uh, Randy Orton as a giant killer. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to try to push him to have take him out. Could be, yeah. Uh... You know, it's just, again, this is another... I could care less match. It, 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 you're right. It is with me too. Like this is a match where I'll probably be playing on my phone. Yeah. While watching it. So down to the final match. It's Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Now this one. Now this is almost another tough one in a sense because. Roman Reigns, I mean, they keep hyping he's at 900-something days. This is his, this is the longest-running champion they've had since Hulk Hogan. Yes. No one has ever held the world championship this long since Hogan's four-year run. He ain't going to break He ain't gonna break that. There's no way he's going to last four years. But do they hold off taking the title off him here, wait a couple of months... And then have because I think a lot of people think Cody Rhodes is going to win this, and I, my prediction is Cody Rhodes. I think Cody Rhodes is going to win it here. It just ma- it makes sense. Like Roman Reigns has had it for too long. Cody Rhodes is like the guy they really want to be like the face of the company. They they are sorely missing that since Cena kind of is part time now, and they really want to push that. So that's why I'm going with Cody Rhodes. However, I could also see them holding off a little bit. Having Roman Reigns get to a thousand days as champion, and then taking it off just to kind of get to that milestone. Um, but I think they really want to split those titles up, which I don't think they should do. I think they should kind of keep it as one championship because it makes the champion even more special. And plus, like if you split the titles up, the IC title and the US title are just kind of. I could see them sinking again as they and they built they've done such a good job building those two titles up the last several months. Um, but uh, yeah, but I I, I just I think Cody Rhodes is winning here. I think it's going to be like the end of show and a feel good moment. Cody Rhodes wins the title because he keeps talking about how his father never won the WWE t- Championship. I think that's I think that's the road they're going. But it's gonna okay. be a, it's gonna be a tough call. I could really see this one going either way, and I think that's what makes it so good. I think it, I like the fact that I don't know. Yes. If you know who's gonna win, it makes it so boring. But like, I'm gonna be watching this match. Like, I'm gonna really kind of, and it's gonna end good. And I think it's gonna happen with some kind of interference here. Like, there's no way the Usos and Sami Zayn aren't being involved in this match. This this this. Okay. Go ahead. And this is. Thank you for saying that. You have just. Segway break perfect for me. Okay. <laughs> I could see where you're coming from. Keeping Roman Reigns for the thousand days. That's my less of the two. What I think is going to happen is you're going to have Cody win. 
there's going to be something that happens. He's going to win by interference because of, and I'm coming back to this, Solo. Solo is going to interfere. Cody's going to win. They're then going to have the title somehow. He's going to, he'll defend the title. It won't be, it'll be either the Raw or the SmackDown. They're going to separate the titles. Solo's going to win one of them. Mm-hmm. And that's going to push him against Roman. Oh, okay. And wow, that's a big prediction. Cody, Cody against Gunther. Yeah. Because then you would have, again, I think Roman's more of a powerhouse. Solo's a powerhouse. Cody Rhodes and Gunther are the same. So you have two of the same going against two of the same splitting the titles. Mm. That is on that. <laughs> so I think that's, that's going to be how the storyline is eventually going to evolve. Okay. It may not, it may happen there and you know, he's going to forgive him. Then, as I said before, where you're going to have the triple, you know, the uh, triple tag, Kevin Owens, Sammy, Cody, Roman, Usos, again, Solo's going to do something and that's where you're going to get that. They're going to fight. Okay. I see like, it, I'm, 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 my predictions are more into a, a storyline based thing and how I could kind of see it playing. So I like that. I'm going off of that type of thing and <coughs> what, what I would consider if I was a writer. Mm-hmm. I kind of based a lot of my predictions off of what I was a writer and seeing what could project into the future. I like it. So that, that's that's how I kind of see that playing out. Okay. All right. All right, well, that's uh, that's our WrestleMania predictions, so I guess we'll see next week who uh, who got it more right. Yes. <laughs> We had a, we had a few sames, but then there was a few. Yeah, we, no, I I think I think we did good here. I think we did good. Um, all right, we're so so we're at an hour. Uh, I think we could fit one more subject in. Yes. Do you want to talk about the indictment, or do you want to talk about the transgender ju- shooter? I'll leave it up to you. It, the, the, again, the, the, this is how I look at it. Uh, We'll talk about the the transgender shooter. No one... I I keep seeing this meme coming up. You know, um, everyone blames Abel for The Rock. Um, No one blames Goliath for The Rock. It's something along those lines. Mm -hmm. It's not not The Rock that's the bad guy. It's who's using it. And again, they've made this where... this You know, they're pushing this transgender thing. And it is just... Everything about it is just fucked up. It is just completely ridiculous how they're going on with this. And again, I have no problem with gay people. I have no, you know, the LGBTQ, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me. I don't care. You know, you're not going to change someone being gay. But the fact that you're pushing kids into things when they don't, when they can't make a decision is wrong. And I think a lot of what's going on, and again, people call me a conspiracy theorist, but a lot of what I said for the past how many years about a lot of things kind of came true. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I know the one group um, chat that we had, I think a lot of people would have to say, hey, you know what? I was right on things, I, you know? And I think with this is it, it between these vaccines and what they're putting into it, I mean, think about it when we were kids we had eight vaccines we had like polio like all the old measles mumps shit like that these kids now have like 60 some vaccines in them and a lot of them are made with you know 
aborted uh, fetus parts and this and that. And I think it's fucking these kids up. And then then the fact that the that these teachers are talking about it. And that's what I really wanted to kind of talk about. Like, when you think about it, right now you have a eight year old, and he's like, "Mommy, I want to be a I want to be a girl." <laughs> Where were these people when we were growing up? Because these people that are the parents and the decision makers in these in their children's lives now were our age. I don't remember anyone in school talking about this where did their minds get that warped like uh, honestly there when we were in school there was maybe what i would like outright um if you will anarchists really you know um anti-establishment people i want to say that anti-establishment people there, there was like a few it was like the wazoo crew you know and they were more like stoners and stuff like that and i could see them growing up to continue thinking that way but where did the other groups come from and like i i just didn't see it in our school and maybe we're from a different type of community but where where were these now parents when we were in school um well so our parents are from a it's it's a, it's a generation thing so our parents kind of grew up in that like you know man and woman that's it kind of thing. Yeah. That's how they were raised and that's what they kind of put onto us. Honestly, the this thinking is people from our generation. Yeah, but wait, where did it like manifest? I don't I don't know. I think I think it has a lot to do with uh, media. I think it has a lot to do with um Hollywood. I think uh I think it's based on that. Like you have a lot of social media now where like a lot of people Celebrities who have no business talking about anything other than acting, in my opinion, get on a soapbox and they preach and preach and preach. And you have 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds with impressionable minds who see this and they think, well, Miley Cyrus is bi, so I could be bi. I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's trendy. I think it's, yeah, a, every, I think, I think a lot every, of it's trend stuff. Boston. Every kid needs a label. Every kid. That's like, what when I talk to my daughters now. Every kid's it, bi. I'm trans. I'm this. I'm that. Like they, they all talk about it. But and it, I get where you're coming from, and it's just it just shocks me. Like, and the fact that like parents allow this, like, you know, and it's these same parents that say, you know, um, an an 18 year old shouldn't, um, you know, be able to buy a, a gun. Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't have been able to buy a gun. Yet you're going to allow your eight year old who hasn't even hit puberty yet to sit there and say, yeah, I want to, I want to chop off things or I want to add parts. Mm -hmm. Like I, like, like when, like I'd love to ask someone like this, like where does the, like, where does the balance of power in your mind come from? I think, I think, uh, look, I'm not, I'm not saying this is everybody. I'm, I'm, I think if you're 25 and all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Like I kind of been suppressing these feelings and I'm, I feel a certain way um that's one thing when you're 13 or 14 you don't know what the fuck you want i don't know what the fu- i didn't know what the fuck i wanted you know i think they have these little thoughts in their head of well you know he's you know it's hard it's hard to explain or it's hard to get my like thoughts out on it it's 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 just impressionable minds and i think that one little snowball they see something, they go, oh, all right, well, I could, f- I could feel this way because this person feels that way. 
it's it's one it's not good role models I think people are looking at celebrities as role models and kind of using them as like a jumping off point um but again like they're they're young I don't think they know what they want and I think in 10 years they might think like oh yeah 10 years ago I thought I was a girl but you know I was just stupid Right. I'm not saying no anyone's stupid. I'm just saying this is what some kid might be thinking. But it's just it's just this weird it's just this weird country we're in, man. Where it's just like everyone needs to have like pretty much what you said everyone needs to be they have to have this certain label. Don't call me straight. I'm not straight. I'm I'm not white. I'm half Indian. Or I'm, ha- or uh, you know, I'm omnisexual, or I'm pansexual, or sexual sexual. <laughs> like there's these different, these different fucking labels. Like no, you're you're not. Like this is just something that like you heard somewhere. You thought that's cool. I'm gonna be that, and you're running with it. And no one's saying anything to you. Like you know, like I know you think this way, but like, like just kind of enjoy being a kid right now. Don't worry about like wearing a skirt to school or wearing uh you know you know taping your boobs down or you know, I, I think it's that parenting. it's bad parenting <clears throat> i wouldn't say bad parenting i think it's more as just letting kids do whatever the fuck they want parenting and yeah. not but really example here okay you are two years older than your sister um yeah i'm a few years older yeah um when you say, I don't know how the age difference, but say you were eight years old and you're playing with your G.I. Joes and your sister comes in the room and she's like, I want to play. And now she wants to play. And your dad sees that and she's like, you know, she likes playing with the G.I. Joes. And she goes to, she goes to your dad and goes, Dad, I want to be a boy. Like, your dad would lose his mind probably. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine that conversation. Yeah. I think, I think he'd laugh. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, they would think it's stupid. Yeah. But again, where did where did our generation go so wrong? Like, it's with everything. It's with work ethic. It's with fucking... Oh, work it, ethic, yeah. It, everything. And I'll admit here, like, you know, I, I grew up in a uh, cat, very Catholic family. My mom still goes to church every freaking day almost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she observes Lent, no meat on Friday, you know, says the rosary, this, that, and the other. And I'm not a very religious person. I mean, I believe in God, but I, I don't overtly go out of my way to to go to church and anything like that likewise but in the end of the day i still believe in god and i still believe in my christian faith if you will and i'm not to get religious here whatever your faith is it is but like at what point when you think about things like when did it like when did things like flip where it's just like this is acceptable and you know we're against this and we're for this and there's no like there's no like thought process in it and I always go back to, like, the same thing. It just, it boggles my mind. How is an 8-year-old able to sit there and tell a, a fucking 35-year-old that he wants to change his sex when, like, everything that we were taught in school, like, we didn't get taught this. We didn't get taught about, you know, transgender. We, You know, when we were in science class, it was, there's a male, there's a female. X chrome, XX chromosome, XY chromosome. That, like, there's two genders. Like, none of it, like, when did it, when did it flip? Because, again... If I could see our generation, if we were taught this, like I see why our generation or this younger generation is, they're being taught this mm-hmm. through, you know, 
CRT and, and all, all these things, you know, sexual identity and, and all this health class. And, but when did these adults sit there and say, like, when did it like click in their brain? Yeah, this is this is right. You know, there's there's 27 different genders or however friggin many genders are like when did like what flipped in our generation's mindset to think about this this way? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what like I'd like to get to the root of that. You know, remember that old saying growing up? And we were growing up and, you know, they, they had career day in school. Or, like, you know, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you, you know, your parents say, you know, wherever you want to be when you grow up, like, you could be wherever you want to be. You could be an astronaut. You could be uh, a veterinarian. You could be basketball player. You could, anything you want to be, you could be when you're growing up. Just put your mind to it and work hard. Kids have taken that in a totally different area now, like where it's like, well, I want to, I want to be a mouse, or I want to be, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, a cat. Um, that's how they take that now. Um, it, it's silly. <laughs> it's it's yeah. really. Uh, I think it was the king in a group chat said there was a, a, a uh, I don't want to give away what he does, but he he, knew, he knows some kid who. What, what what did they want? They identified as something stupid. It was like instinct at school that they wanted a litter box or something. Yeah, it was like something like and that. It's just like what the what the fuck? Yeah. Like what the like and that is that to like that to me. I don't, I don't want to try and knock anybody, but that to me is like this. Like something something ain't right. Something ain't right. There's there's some cross wires there. I'm not saying to send some kind of anti-gay camp or anything like that. I'm saying if your kid wants to be a cat and wants a litter box at school, and this is a real thing. This is not something we're making up here. This is a legit scenario that has happened. Tampons in the boys' room. Yeah, but not so much that, but just like, just, it's just some wires across there. Like, I don't know about, I don't know if therapy is the answer here or, or not, but I'm not trying to, again, I'm not trying to say you got to force some kid to be what they don't want to be, but... You know, just I don't know. I I don't know what happened. You're right. Somewhere along the line, somewhere along the way, just something just got like snapped. Yes. Somewhere in this timeline, something just snapped, and that people are just going haywire. And and the fact that and it like took such like you know if one kid wanted to think that and it was like a minor thing, that's one thing. But you're hearing it every day in school districts. You know, from the Bible Belt to you know. LA to friggin you know Bangor Maine like it's everywhere it's not just like it's not like a city thing it's not like in a a densely populated area you know maybe like San Francisco where there's been a known um, congering of homosexuals it's nothing like that it's everywhere and like I remember being in school like in grade school and we were in a Catholic school like we would like take kids like as a joke and push them into the girls' room and then laugh at them and be like, "Yeah, go to the girls' room." Like, and, like, <laughs> we that, did do that. And, I think in high school we did it too. <laughs> and like, you'd be like, "Oh, look at him; he's using the girls' room." Now it's like it's acceptable, it's it's allowed, and I just I don't get it. I don't understand where. It, and essentially, again, it's our generation that's allowing it, and through education, and it might not even be our generation. Think about it. This some of these administrators were teachers when we were in school you know they were they were young teachers when we were in school 
And I start like thinking back, and I'm like, did any of these teachers try to do this shit to us? No, I don't and recall. I, honestly don't, I don't really remember it, but think about it. Like, were they just like manifesting it and slowly dripping it in and slowly dripping it in? And now that they are the management, because they're senior teachers, they move up. You know, like in our school, a lot of the teachers eventually moved up into the, the supervision role. You know, the principal, vice principal, education director, whatever it may be. When did this like? What the fuck happened to these adults, our age and older, that think that this is acceptable? <clears throat> Especially like science teachers. Like these are teachers that have been mm-hmm. going. To, they were educated in this, and they were educated during our time to sit there and say, "Yep, there's the two chromosomes. There's that's it. There's nothing. You know, unless you are um, Down syndrome, you know, mentally retarded, where you're missing chromosomes. Like there, there's nothing there. It, there, there, there's no change in this, and it's just it's very." It's very mind-boggling, and the fact that it's like it's almost being pushed as being accepted is is crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just kind of the the floodgates got opened, and now everybody's just doing whatever the fuck they want. And I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I look at our senior class and. You have a few people who are gay now, and that's and that's one thing. But you don't have anyone. I, I don't know anyone that's that's transgender from when we were at school. No. You know, I don't think anybody I, was, and or is now. Hey, wasn't like like they never. And this is what I find funny, and I thought about this too. Like you, a few days ago was a coming out day, and it's celebrated. It was okay. celebrated that it, oh, this is international coming out day. And granted, but like if you're coming out, weren't you always born that way? So why do you need to celebrate you coming out if you were born that way? Yeah, it, it's it's now acceptable. So what does it what does it matter? Who cares? Why are we celebrating things like this? It should be just be like okay, he came out. It, he was born. He was in your eyes. He was born that way. Coming and again. coming out isn't as big of a deal now, and and, and, and this I'm I'm not I'm speaking on how I think I'm I'm trying not I'm not devaluing anything. Now it's social norms. Pretty much like it, I think back in the day it was a bigger deal because you didn't really you know it wasn't as widely accepted as it is now. Yes. Uh, but I think you're I think you're right there. I mean, yeah. Th- I mean, there's fucking days for everything now. There's day. Yeah. I take a piss. It's piss day. Go take a piss somewhere. It's just, it's 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 social media. If you wipe out fucking social media, I think you'll see a lot of this shit go away. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, you know, again, that you have the kind of reverting back to what how this uh, conversation started. The shooter. I mean, don't tell me that there's no mental illness here. Like, what makes you like in all these school shooters? Again, it, to me, it's not the gun. It's there's mental illness here. It's. Like, who sits there and goes, you know what? Today I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go kill some kids. Nine years old kids. Like, these are kids that are innocent. They did nothing to this person. This is, like, you're right. And this is, and this person, that person, I, I don't know the person's name. I forgot. I'm not going to give them any kind of press with this. They message one of their friends and it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm killing myself today. Just so you know, you're going to see me on the news and something bad's going to happen today. Fucking just kill yourself in your room. Why do you got to fucking go out in a blaze of glory? First of all, you're killing a nine-year-old. What kind of fucking person are you? Yeah. One, you're a scumbag because you're, you're picking on someone who's 
completely innocent. Completely innocent, and is nine years old. Like, yeah, they're not you fucking. Fi- I almost said so. You know what? You want to really fucking go go to the pol- go to the police? I mean, go against somebody who else has a gun. But, like, but you know what? Even that, you're, you're a coward if you do that. You're a coward. You are. You kill someone by suicide by cop. It's not something that. Now, now think about it. You want to just die, and your goal is to kill yourself. Now you come to me, and I have to. I have to put you down. Now I have to live with that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Blow your brains out in your room where, where no one gives a shit. You're completely selfish. Yeah. Yeah, like what? Like what drives to that? If you're, if you're that depressed and you want to kill yourself, you know, I'm sorry, that sucks. Do it in your own fucking dime. Do it in your room. Do it in the tub. Or, like, I mean, God, your, your poor parents have to deal with it, which sucks. But now you just ruined six other people's, their family, six other people died. And now their families are dealing with it. Some, some kid, some parents send their kids to school and they didn't come home because you were fucking depressed and you got picked on in school because you're a... I'm I'm pissed off. So I'm afraid I'm going to say something I'm, I'm going to really yeah. regret. Well, but, not, but again, this kid, you know, this parent, these parents sent their kids out to school. They did. They didn't know this person. It's not like the, you know what. Not to sound this way, but like it's not like a vendetta killing. You mm-hmm. know, you you know you were bullied in school through you know Billy Madison. Billy the Billy Madison thing. You know, Steve Buscemi sitting there fucking putting lipstick on, writing names in a notebook. And that's who he's going to pick off because he was always picked on. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not saying the end justifies the means, but, like, at least there's a motive. There's right. a motive behind it. Good, bad, or indifferent, there's a motive behind it. You going out and killing people that you don't even know, for what reason? And, like, it's just, it's, you know, you keep blaming the guns and this and that. But you know what? The gun that this guy killed people with is also what killed him. And if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be there. But at the end of the day... <coughs> What, like, there's got to be some sort of clues. Like, what are the again? Uh, it comes back to me with bad parenting. What are these parents doing? What are they like? How are they not involved? Well, I mean, that can that can go either way. Like, I kind of been um, like uh, I I was I've been reading the uh, some books on the Columbine shootings, just because that that just it just it it just fascinates me. And the one thing they always said is that the two kids, uh, Eric and whoever his name is, Dylan, Dylan, their parents were fantastic. They had great parents who were very involved. Yeah. But they, the, the kid, I mean, how much shit did you hide from your parents? Yeah, but not, not to the extent of... No, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying to that yeah. extent, but if you want to hide something, you can. The point I'm trying to make is that... Even with good parents, kids are just fucking dumb, and they're fucking stupid, and they're selfish, and their mental illness, and there, and there's just something there, and then they say, "Well, I'm depressed, and I got picked on, and that's why I'm depressed." They need someone to blame. They don't want to blame that. Oh, you know, there's something wrong with me. Like I shouldn't be feeling this way. Like maybe I should just go get help. They don't want to think that. They think, "Well, I got bullied there." So that's the cause of all my problems. So I'm just gonna fucking ruin someone else's day because they ruined my day. So now you're going back to this elementary school where pretty much no one there knew you. Yeah. And you're picking people off. These poor. I, I just can't. I can't get over the fact that you're killing, like little kids. Little kids, yeah. Little kids, who are so defenseless. Like, just why? Like, and I, they're full, like they, they had their whole lives ahead of them, you know. And like you're an asshole. Like, 
you know what? That kid, that one of those kids could have hypothetically grown up to cure cancer, and you fucking ended that. Like, it, it, it just it it doesn't make sense to me. And I guess maybe the, again, not to get on this type of pedestal, but that's why I'm like an anti-abortion guy mm-hmm. because it's what could happen to these kids. Granted, you know what? They, you know, you're from a you're from a low-income family, and you you uh, you know your kid may never get out of that because he's just going to fall into that system. Yeah. I think that a lot of what goes on is mainly based off of what the government's pushing out. Lack of uh, mental health screening, lack of getting people actually off of unemployment and all these other things. That's fucking everything up. I mean, it's just, everything about it is just, it's it's such a fucked up system. And, you know, again, these kids, like, and to me, schools are totally totally set up wrong it, uh-huh. when it comes to everything having glass doors not having you know and again you know people are like well we don't want to have schools look like prisons well unfortunately in this day and age and what's going on it kind of has to almost be that way yeah. you know and again a lot of it, you know doing my job i think of things all the time like you know when we went to school you know we both got we, we got let off in a same location every single day if there was someone that was nuts, you don't even have to enter the school now. You could do that, or you could shoot through a window because every classroom has windows. Like I'm not trying to say make it a bunker, but it, it need there needs to be some sort of protection for these kids. Yeah. And you know what? If you're not gonna, it, it, obviously you can't change the school. Warwick schools probably have about 500 windows in in there. Every classroom has a window. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any classroom other that you didn't other than maybe the art room that was down in the pits that didn't have a window that was at you know site level but to me you know what have have ex, like there, there should be programs for the military like once you get out of the military you want to go work in the school as an armed security guard you know it, at the end of the day i i don't care that there's guns in schools as long as it's a good guy with a gun mm-hmm. and i think if you had that i think whether you're anti-gun or not, it's not like the armed security guard is going to be waving the gun around. It's, you know, this is about protection. And it's just, it's sad that we're like this. And again, you know, if you're a crazy kid, like, I don't want to sound this way, but like the military almost promoting this, like, hey, you want to go kill people? Join us. That's our job. Our job is to go out and fucking defeat the enemy. And how do we defeat an enemy? We kill them. Like, Mm -hmm. if, if they let half these school shooters, you know, go into the military and just fucking fuck up other countries, we wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah. And I think all that has to do with it. You know, they, they've they've shunned the military. They've, sh- you know, especially with the the way that education is now in the military. I mean, working right near West Point, we hear about it all the time in the local news. Mm-hmm. It's nationwide where they're learning all this all this stupid crap instead of, you know, worried about diversity and equity and the the. the worry about killing the enemy they're, they're, like I would much rather have spend billions of dollars on bullets than on stupid books that are going to teach you know oh we need to make sure that we have an equal amount of X Y and Z in our jobs later on and I it, it's it's just a societal fuck up going around that is just it, it's it's mind boggling it's just it's scary yeah alright well on that note let's wind this let's wind this down Follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom, or Bull in the Ring, Peace, uh, Bull in the, Bulls in the Ring. 
Uh, you can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, Google Podcasts. Hit the subscribe button if you have not already, and uh, rate and review us. So, anything like to add before we go? If anyone's listening and they want to, uh, obviously you uh, probably won't get the predictions in unless it's uh, done, but if we get this uploaded quick or you want to just see if our predictions were what you thought, send it to us you know, via DM and maybe we'll give you a shout out next week to see if you, uh, how you stacked up against us. Sounds good. Alright, well until next time, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. Yeah.